Welcome to the Steve Reads His Post podcast. For those of you who are too busy or too lazy to actually read my post, I've taken on the huge effort of reading them to you. Enjoy. Dynamics 365, our big leap into CDS. Microsoft recently announced the availability of the common data service, CDS, as a platform accessible with a PowerApps P2 license. A few folks got kind of excited. Many others said, so what? And most have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But our firm has bet the farm on it. Star alignment. Several things have happened that have led to where we are today. First, CDS 1.0 gave way to CDS 2.0, which is what we used to know of as the XRM platform. All of Dynamics 365 customer engagement runs on top of this platform, with other Dynamics 365 products making their way there over time. Second, an effort has been underway to decouple Microsoft Dynamics 365 first-party apps from one another and the underlying CDS platform. This would put them in the same position as third-party applications. Think of the enterprise sales app as now being a standalone product that can be installed on CDS either by itself or alongside other first or third party apps that are similarly installed, like Dynamics 365 for marketing, field service, click dimensions, etc. Or CDS can exist without any first party apps. I covered some of this in my last post, so excuse the redundancy. A door opens. This last bit about CDS existing without any first-party apps is what we are focused on with the new Rapid Start CRM. But before I get into why we think that makes sense for us and our customers, we have to take a short stroll down memory lane. It wouldn't be a post by me if I didn't drag you back there, but the context is necessary. Rapid Start 1.0. The original idea for Rapid Start was not original at all. In fact, other partners had been in the market with many variations of a insert name here start before we even became a Microsoft partner in 2011. The idea is simple and straightforward. Provide an ability for new users of Dynamics 365 to get started with basic features at a low cost. For us, like the other partners that were doing similar things, it was a door opener. We'll get you to come on board with us, get you set up with some basics, and then help you grow from there. While some partners had created some IP, maybe a solution, for many it was offered as a service, maybe even a loss leader. At about the same time, Microsoft was chirping in every partner's ear that we needed to create repeatable IP, otherwise we were all doomed. Most partners heard this, many dismissed it as hyperbole, and most are doing just fine without converting their project services practice into an application development company. But others took the bait, including us. IP anyone? Rapid Start began in 2011 as a service offering. Later we created some IP in the form of a solution and later still we created some external IP, our wizard portal. The entire offering was announced on stage at Microsoft's Worldwide Partner Conference in 2015, what is now called Inspire. With Microsoft on board, Rapid Start really started taking off, averaging over 100 deployments a year. I will confess that I got a little nervous when Microsoft announced a business edition for SMB, uh, followed by great relief when they later dropped the approach. In the meantime, we had continued to evolve the Rapid Start offering based on customer feedback. Rapid Start had transcended from a means to an end. It had become an end of its own. 
At Microsoft's suggestion, we built a channel and together we signed up over 300 partners globally to resell and support RapidStart. Today, RapidStart is the leading global solution for what Microsoft calls a package deployment. It is one of the few third-party apps to receive the Certified for Microsoft Dynamics designation and it's available pretty much everywhere. Things were looking pretty good. The Other Shoe while some larger companies had utilized Rapid Start, by and large, it was mostly SMB focused. When Microsoft made the branding change to Dynamics 365, a new licensing model debuted with it, with much higher prices than we had previously seen for Dynamics. To be fair, this was not just a price increase for the same thing. Many features and capabilities had been added, and a price increase was long overdue. But most of these new capabilities were enterprise-focused, so for most SMB customers, it was basically just a price increase. Fortunately, Microsoft announced some promotional pricing for SMBs, dropping their price down to 40 bucks. Whew. These promos were originally intended to fill the gap until Business Edition was ready to roll out. But once Microsoft abandoned the Business Edition approach, these promos were doomed. Indeed, they fell off the price list a few months ago. While not specifically an SMB motion, Microsoft did create a licensing version of their sales app called Sales Professional. Sales Pro is designed for users with more basic needs. Sounds kind of like SMB. This new Sales Pro app is priced at $65, which is 61% higher than the expired SMB promo. Ouch, that's going to make things tougher. Granted, I know it's not an apples-to-apples -apples comparison. But while targeting users with more basic needs, the Sales Pro app is actually not any different from the full enterprise app, except there's a list of written limitations that go with the price. I wrote about those limitations and about paper licensing before. So where does that put us today? Actually, in a much better position. The primary goal of Rapid Start 1.0 was to take an enterprise-level product and knock it down to size so the companies of any size could actually get it successfully launched and adopted. While the needs of SMB are typically less advanced, this was also true for many enterprise-level customers. Rapid Start 1.0 did an excellent job of taking something complex and making it simple. A lot of the way Rapid Start 1.0 did this was by hiding advanced things. There were a lot of advanced things in the enterprise app, so Rapid Start 1.0 was a pretty robust solution. But there were some challenges. Even though the bag looked light, it was actually very heavy as it held all of this hidden complexity. Also, customers were paying for all this hidden complexity that they neither needed nor wanted. A platform license. As recent as six months ago, I was told by Microsoft that a platform without any first-party apps was never going to happen. It appears they have revisited that stance. With a PowerApps P2 license, you can indeed provision a CDS environment without any first-party apps. For certain ISVs, like us, this pivot was a game-changer. We have all no doubt heard a lot about PowerApps, mostly in the context of Canvas apps, but model-driven PowerApps was the new secret sauce for us. This allowed us to approach the problem we were solving for from the other side. Instead of starting with a mountain and shaving it down to a hill, we started with a bump and built our own hill. Rapid Start 2.0 The new Rapid Start CRM is a simple-to-use CRM solution built on top of CDS without any first-party apps. The original goal remains unchanged, provide an ability for new users of Dynamics 365 to get started with basic features at a low cost. 
Like Rapid Start 1.0, we expect that many customers who launch with Rapid Start, particularly larger customers, will graduate to the first-party apps. In fact, we're making this transition very simple to do, just one click, no migration, no downtime, no issues. Of course, the licenses will need to be upgraded to the desired first-party app licenses. Also, like Rapid Start 1.0, we expect many customers to be perfectly served by Rapid Start CRM, particularly smaller customers, who will continue using it indefinitely. So I'll have a lot more to tell you about Rapid Start CRM in future posts, including our industry-specific Rapid Starts. In the meantime, you can learn more at rapidstartcrm.com.